Hey everyone, you're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, and today is once again Throwback Thursday, the one day each week where I'll share one of my most favorite and downloaded episodes from the over 450 now that I've done. As always, just a reminder that all these episodes can be found on my website, thedailydrivepodcast.com, where they're categorized for you to better find and listen to them by topic. And there are topics like boundaries, self-care, gratitude, parenting, mindfulness, relationships, spirituality, and adversity, and many others. So as to help you better find what you'd like to listen to when you'd like to listen to it. And just a reminder that you can find all the transcripts for these episodes on my website as well. Now today's Throwback Thursday episode is going to be episode 42, The Science of Gratitude. And I've chosen this one, one, because we've entered into the month of gratitude and Thanksgiving, right, the month of November, but also because of the impact that gratitude has had in my life. And this is what I really want to focus on for this entire month. Last year, I did 10 days of gratitude, but this year, because of the impact that gratitude has had in my life, both then and since then, I know without a doubt that this is what I want to focus on because I know how much it can help. And if you've ever wondered just how much gratitude can help, you will find out in this episode today. So to set both the stage and the tone for the rest of this month in focusing on gratitude, here is episode 42, The Science of Gratitude. Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life, things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning, everybody. Once again, welcome to The Daily Drive podcast. Josh Downs here. This is episode 43, The Science of Gratitude. This may be one of the most helpful podcasts that I can share. It covers a topic that that I feel is central to living really a happy life, and that is the subject and topic of gratitude. Of all the things that I have helped my students and those I've worked with to do, this has easily been the one that has been expressed by them as helping the most. In the classes that I used to teach every year before Thanksgiving, I would give each student a piece of paper numbered 1 to 100, And then we talk a little bit about gratitude, what it was, and how it could help. I would then ask my students if they thought they could list 10 things that they were grateful for. Oh, that's easy, Brother Downs. Oh, yeah? Okay, what about 20? 30? 40? No way you can get 50, right? Oh, for sure, we got this. Then I'd ask them, do you think that you can come up with 100 things that you are grateful for? The challenge was set. They were bent on proving to me that they could. Now, it was fun to kind of see them hit a wall around about 40 or 50, but it didn't take much for them to push through it as they started to try to think of things that they were grateful for that they most likely had never noticed or really thought much about. Things like indoor plumbing, the smell of rain, a soft blanket, carpet under our feet, even something like Velcro I saw once made the list. When's the last time you thought you were thankful for Velcro? I loved watching them write and write and write. These kids whose lives were so hard as teenagers were still finding so much to be thankful for. Every year I would have a student or two or three ask if they could take home more of the numbered sheets so that they could keep going. 
One girl came back from over the weekend once and showed me that she had listed 1,000 different things that she was grateful for. Having studied and taught the gospel for as long as I have, I've paid careful attention to each and every word that God uses. And I notice that God rarely uses such strong wording as thou shalt. They are saved for the most protective and important of his commandments. Things that could mean the difference between spiritual life and spiritual death. In the book of the Doctrine and Covenants, section 59, verse 7, he says, Thou shalt thank the Lord thy God in all things. Now, notice he didn't say thankful for some things, but in all things. Why? Why so direct and why so important? Does he want the recognition? No, it's not for him. It's for us. And it starts by first seeing our blessing and being grateful for them. And here's some of the reasons that science has shown why this is so important. Dr. Robert Emmons is thought of as the world's leading scientific expert on gratitude. He's a professor of psychology at the University of California, Davis, and has been studying the effects of gratitude for close to 20 years. And he reported that in a series of studies, he and his colleagues have helped people systematically cultivate gratitude, usually by keeping a gratitude journal in which they regularly record the things for which they're grateful. Gratitude journals and other gratitude practices often seem so simple and basic. In their studies, they said, We often have people keep gratitude journals for just three weeks, and yet the results have been overwhelming. They studied more than 1,000 people from ages 8 to 80 and found that people who practice gratitude consistently report a host of benefits. First, the physical ones. Those that practice gratitude on a regular basis were shown to have much stronger immune systems being less bothered by aches and pains. They had lower blood pressure. They exercised more and took better care of their health. They slept longer and felt more refreshed upon waking. Then there were the psychological benefits, higher levels of positive emotions. They were more alert, alive, and awake. They experienced greater joy and pleasure, more optimism and happiness. There were also reported social benefits, They were more helpful, generous, and compassionate, more forgiving, more outgoing. They felt less lonely and isolated. He also mentions four things as to why gratitude has these kind of effects. First, gratitude allows us to celebrate the present. It magnifies positive emotions. It helps us move from traumas of the past and the worries of the future and helps ground us in the present moment. Through gratitude, We become active participants in the world around us, not passive observers that miss what they see. Second, that gratitude blocks toxic negative emotions, such as envy, resentment, regret, emotions that can destroy our happiness. There's even recent evidence, including a 2008 study by psychologist Alex Wood in the Journal of Research and Personality, showing that gratitude can reduce the frequency and duration of episodes of depression. And this just kind of makes sense. You cannot feel envious and grateful at the same time. They're incompatible feelings. If you're grateful, you can't resent someone for having something that you don't. The third observation as to why being grateful presents these kinds of results is that grateful people are more stress-resistant. Stress, anxiety, depression are all shown to recover more quickly through the practice of gratitude. Studies have shown that when we express gratitude and receive the same, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin, the two critical neurotransmitters responsible for our emotions. They make us feel good. 
They enhance our mood immediately, making us feel happy from the inside. The fourth point was that grateful people have a higher sense of self-worth. By recognizing the good in life, we recognize that life is good, that we are supported in seen and unseen ways, that we are loved by others and by God, all of which helps us to better see our value as individuals. The more good we see, the more love for us we feel, and the more we realize just how valuable we are to God and to others. In another news article published by ABC News on November 23, 2011, Dr. P. Morali me, the head of the Division of Biologic Psychology at Duke University Medical Center, said that based on his experience about gratitude, told ABC News that if thankfulness were a drug, it would be the world's best-selling product with a health maintenance indication for every major organ system. While the act of being thankful is not a substitute for a proper medical diagnosis and treatment, Doraem Swamy said it's certainly a strategy that can be used to enhance wellness. Studies have shown measurable effects on multiple body and brain systems, he said. Those include mood neurotransmitters, serotonin, neuronepaephrine, reproductive hormones like testosterone, social bonding hormones, oxytocin, cognitive and pleasure-related neurotransmitters, dopamine, inflammatory and immune systems, cytokines, stress hormones, cortisol, cardiac and ECG rhythms, blood sugar, and blood pressure. Now, hopefully after all of that, you're as pumped about taking a dose of gratitude tonight as I am and begin to feel its effects in your life. But let me offer one more suggestion. One of my favorite stories that depicts gratitude and the importance of it is the 10 lepers that came to Christ seeking healing. He tells them to go their way and show themselves to the priest, which was customary to do if a leper was ever cured of leprosy. Luke records in chapter 17 that as they went, they were cleansed. Can you imagine the immense sense of gratitude that they had for the blessing that they had just received? However, an even greater blessing was yet to be given but sadly only to one that returned to express his gratitude to the source. Upon returning and thanking Jesus, he asked where the other nine were. Yet to this one he told him to arise and to go his way, and that his faith had made him whole. You see, it's one thing to see and be grateful for our blessings that are all around us, and that is powerful in itself. But when we return to the source of those blessings, acknowledge His hand and thanking Him for them, well, we've come full circle and are made whole, not just by all the physical benefits to our bodies on the outside from gratitude, but also from the spiritual connection and love that we develop for God on the inside as well. We are made whole, maybe more on the inside even than on the outside. I had a student once who came up to me after a particular lesson and said, Brother Downs, This lesson saved my life today. You have no idea how much I needed to hear what you taught and how much I had been praying for an answer and you gave it to me today. Now I was deeply honored, but I knew what would make her even more whole than the lesson that I taught. And I told her she was more than welcome, but sweetheart, is it possible that this lesson I gave today wasn't just for me? What do you mean? She said, Well, I go into my office each day and pray to know what to teach for the next lesson and how to teach it. And then I go with the thoughts that come to my mind. Is it possible 
that a loving Heavenly Father has reached out to you today through me to tell you how much He loves and is aware of you. I watched as her eyes filled with tears as all she could do was nod her head yes. And I knew that I had helped her return and make a true connection to the source of that blessing. And now she could truly be made whole. Do we remember to thank God for all of our blessings, even for those that seem to originate with others? Going back to my classes, I loved once my students finished that list of blessings that they wrote down and to teach them that principle and to then say, okay, now take that list and pick a few of those things each night to thank God for. I mean, when is the last time you thanked Him for something like Velcro? The prophet and leader of my faith, Russell M. Nelson, offered this counsel in the middle of the pandemic last year. He said, A few weeks ago, I woke in the middle of the night with the thought that I should offer a prayer of gratitude to God for all of His children around the globe. Thoughts flooded my mind of all the things for which we should be grateful for and how expressing that gratitude could become a healing spirit in our lives. Over my nine and a half decades of life, I have concluded that counting our blessings is far better than recounting our problems. No matter our situation, showing gratitude for our privileges is a fast-acting and long-lasting spiritual prescription. Does gratitude spare us from sorrow, sadness, grief, and pain? No, but it does soothe our feelings. It provides us with greater perspective on the very purpose and joy of life. So where exactly do we start with this amazing opportunity and blessing to practice gratitude? Well, one of the most well-known practices uncovered from all the research I've seen is known as the Three Blessings Exercise. Each night before going to bed, you write down three good things, ordinary or extraordinary, that happen to you during the day. Studies show that those who continue this exercise for one week straight can increase their happiness and decrease depressive symptoms for up to a six-month period. I know that I've given this challenge already, but if you haven't started, now is the time to start it because I will give it again and again until it takes. And that is to practice gratitude today. And not just to practice it today, but to start a practice that will be daily. So my challenge today is to simply start a gratitude journal if you haven't already. Or to share with each other as a family or with friends, maybe even through text, three things that have either happened to you or that you have experienced, seen, or been reminded of that day that you are grateful for. And then in a private moment and in your own way, go back to the source and express to God your appreciation for them. And then get ready to see some very positive changes come into your life. After a very personal and difficult struggle in my life, a time that I felt particularly lost and really that things could never be made right again, it was gratitude that helped me to get through it the most. And after finding myself in a much better place and recognizing how gratitude had helped save me, I wrote down a few words in a poem, expressing my thoughts and feelings about gratitude and God and how they both had helped see me through this very difficult period in my life. Now, I believe there's a little bit of a poet in each of us. Normally, I would have started with something like roses are red and violets are blue, <laughs> but not this time. The words that came out went something like this. 
Once I was lost and could not see all of the blessings that surrounded me. Through a heavy heart and eyes of pain, even the sunshine looked like rain. I wondered what the answer could be to heal the pain and set me free. Counseling, self-care, coaching, and more, each one helped but couldn't quite open the door. And then I decided to give something a try. It was hard at first, even harder to see why. How could this thing work? It didn't make sense to me, trying to see the good while drifting and lost at sea. But then I noticed the wind blowing me on my way, and waves, although large, were pushing me towards day. I heard the voices of others cheering me on, saying, Keep pushing through the night. It soon will be dawn. It was then I saw unseen hands holding me up that belonged to the one who drank his own bitter cup. But bitter was not what he wanted me to be. It just took effort to develop the eyes to see that there was purpose to the pain and struggle and strife, which purpose I could better see by seeing other blessings in life. As I did, little by little, the storm started to break, and seeing rays of light, my strength started to take. I began to swim back to the shore, seeing for the first time in a while, and believing that there was more. Still more to be done, more to be lived. This wasn't the end, and that for times just like this, God's Son He did send. He is there to help, lift, and guide, through the darkest of night and the most dangerous of tide. He'll help us to see life through His eyes, that there still is good even if we don't know all the whys. Gratitude is His name among other things. When we choose to see Him, He can give us wings. Wings to fly above the hurt and the pain, to break through the clouds and all of the rain. Just start by looking for one, two, or three things that are good that normally you wouldn't see. And little by little through the dark will come light, and each little thought will increase your fight. Until you are free and safely back at shore, with a greater strength than you had before. Thanking God for both the sun and the rain, for the moments of joy and the moments of pain. For both can help get us to where we need to go. Without the wind and the waves, it would be rather slow. But God is always there whether we see Him or not. He reveals Himself whenever He sought. And helps us to see what we didn't before, that He's still in charge and stands at the door. Even in the storms, there's so much good to see. So when it gets hard, remember, just look for one, two, or three. So my challenge today is to do just that. No matter how hard things might be for you in life right now, to look for just one, two, or three things that you are still grateful for and to write them down and share them with someone close to you and then in a quiet moment express your appreciation to your maker for them. The more grateful we are, the more great things will fill our lives. Gratitude is the key that can unlock the door to almost any prison that we may be in. It sets us free to see life as it's meant to be seen, without pain from the past and without fear of the future, as we instead focus on the good that's right here and right now. And as someone very cleverly once said, we see each day as a gift. That's why it's called the present. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I know I've said it a lot, but I'll continue to. Thank you for the support and the encouragement with this podcast. Please subscribe to it if it's been helpful to you. And maybe most importantly, keep sharing it with others. Maybe even share this episode today with someone you are grateful for 
and let them know how much you appreciate them in your life. Whatever you choose to do, just choose to be grateful today. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and this is The Daily Drive.